Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. Boom! Welcome Turnt. to Monday morning. Turnt. Turnt? Turnt. That's not a word. Turnt. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> Making stuff up. Turnt. <laughs> Welcome to Monday morning. Surprise! We are having a call. Surprise! You know that's good teamwork right there, man. That's good teamwork because I because I'm used to I'm used to I mean just be calling a spade a spade. I'm used to just kind of taking the taking the horns on the call and setting it up. And I had a little uh, you know a little double scheduling this morning, so uh, you know thanks for jumping in and and getting it set up. And you know the yeah. show must go on, man. So I appreciate that. You know the show must go on, and I think that this topic we're going to talk about today, which is the many hats of of a real estate agent, this is something that's come up a lot in the last like week. With different agents in our company, somebody's texting me. Stop texting me. <laughs> with the different uh, hats that we're all wearing uh, in this industry, and I think we do as an agent, uh, you know, do that. So, Evan, I know uh, you're all set. You can, um, if you'd like to do it now, or you'd like to do it at the end, do the thing that you wanted to do first. Well, we well we just we just ran across you know a, a, a newer agent of ours who who you know we don't we go we don't get in the habit of 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 spitting out names or territories or whatever, fear of embarrassment or whatever else, but. You know, we have a new agent of ours who's, you know, politely a bit unorthodox. He's a, he's a bit, uh, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit crazy. I know he's on the call. He's listening. That's fine. He's a bit crazy. He's doing his things his own way. You know, he wants to be successful, but he wants to be successful his way. And I think that that's there's there's some validity to that. There's some, you know, he he gave me the quote a few weeks ago. You know, mom doesn't always know best. And I and I think that's a, you know, I've kind of taken that that comment to heart a little bit in a very polite, constructive criticism kind of way, but. He's had some recent success, uh, you know, not because he's not because he's, you know, not really because of anything other than just he's doing the work. You know, he's decided that he needs to Imagine do the that. work. He, yeah, he needs to he needs to pick up the phone. He needs to make the calls. He needs to do the follow up, and so he has some successes. He has some success, and I'm not going to tell you what he's doing or how he's how he's doing it. That's his business at the moment. But you know, he says to us in a text message, you know, hats off to the system. And I said to, I said to him, I said, it ain't the system, dude. It's it's you have to work the system. It ain't the system that's helping yeah. you. You you seriously have to pick up the phone and work what the system provides you. And if you don't, then you're like, oh, the system sucks. Well, the system doesn't suck because the same system that we've had seven, eight, nine, ten different times. In fact, I think we're still paying for it and we don't use it. <laughs> and and then you t- and you take a guy who decides to go out and spend his own money on his own system when he really didn't want to, kind of reluctantly, you know, didn't want to, didn't want to drop the you know the sixty five bucks or whatever it is. And, and, and take the system and now, you know, has, has, a, has a success. And when you see it on the MLS, you're going to be like, well, gee, you know, how you, you know, everybody wants to hear what everybody else is doing. Oh, how'd you get that listing? Or how'd you just, how'd you that? And the real answer system. is he's just working the system. Yeah, the real answer is he's made the freaking phone call. You yeah. know, he didn't, he didn't get all worried about anything. So 
you know, I, I don't want to toot his own horn because I need, you need him to keep grinding. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not the system that to be complimented. It's the work ethic and the desire to sit in your own house and pick up a call, pick up the phone and make a call and, and see what happens. He had to come to the office. I didn't hold his hand, didn't work through the no. script. He just picked up the phone, you know. And, and, that's what, and Yeah. And you know what? He's brand new. He's not a 20-year veteran. He barely no. knows the scripts, and it's probably better off that he doesn't. And you know? on top of that, let's just say this because we built this, this business on this, on this mentality, is he has a full-time job outside of real estate. A job, so, you know, I would question, you know, which one is the full-time job because he's putting a lot of effort in here. So, well, we'll, we'll have that answer <laughs> in a couple months because I know he's looking a way to get out of that full-time job. But yeah. anyway, anyway. All right. So, let's so go, nice, nice, uh, nice job, nice job on yeah. that. Nice job on that. So very good. Very good. You know who you are. So let's dive in the many hats of a, of a real but estate Keith, agent. Who so, is that? Keith, who is the guy you're talking about? What's he doing that I'm not doing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a couple, about 10 or 12 white binders that have people's names on there sitting in the office that haven't been opened up in months and months and months. Right? How about that system? <laughs> Boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying? All right. Anyway. All right. Well, very good. Very good. You're doing well. Hey, you know what, you know what else? You know what else? You know what else? You know what else? I, I just am throwing it. You know why the, the difference might be there is because he's pulled out his wallet and he's paid for the system. So. I, I absolutely. You know what? I, I missed that a second ago. I meant to say that. He yeah. is vested. He has yeah. decided himself, I want to be vested in my success. I'm not going to wait for Keith, for Evan, to, for Tina, for Nicole. I'm not going to wait for somebody to hand it to me. I am going a, to get a lead. it. A lead that I'm going to call one time and I'm going to let it, and I'm going to let it sit yeah. and go nowhere because I don't really yeah. give a shit because Evan gave it to me anyway. But when you got to write that check or pay the bill or look at your credit card statement every month and it's got that, that program on it and you haven't done nothing with Any it, program. It, it, it stings yeah. a little more, doesn't it? You know? Boom, and that, that's why he's working it and that's why it's working. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, yeah. let's dial in here. Let's dial in. The many hats of a real estate agent because here's what, here's what inspired this. It's come up this weekend. Uh, it's come up this week a lot. Um, it's you know crazy market right now. I was at an open house on, on Sunday. We had 300. The police were there. 300 people through. It sucked, and, didn't it? House was a dump, wasn't it? No, the house was only like the backyard was amazing, but the house itself, you know, was okay, only okay. Yeah, but yeah. 300 people, and it will sell over asking all day because it is, will. But here, let's talk about this right here. A real estate agent is not just a salesperson. They're a matchmaker. They introduce people to homes until they fall in love with one, and then they're a wedding planner. And I absolutely believe that. All right? We are not just salespeople. We are not just real estate agents. We, are not just, we do not wear one hat. You know, many times, and if you're working with any client in the world, whether it be a buyer or a seller or a tenant or a landlord, if you're working with any client in the world, you understand that sometimes you're a therapist, sometimes you're a marriage counselor, sometimes you are a shoulder to lean on 98% of the time. What you're there to do is to guide them unemotionally through the process. You are a shoulder to lean on. So we wear many hats in this industry. It, as an agent, I don't, I don't want to talk about the lawyers. I don't want to talk about the appraisers. I don't want to talk about the, uh, the other people in the industry, the home inspectors. They don't matter to me. I'm talking about you, the real estate agent. You, the real estate agent. We wear many hats, and it's okay. You know, that's the biggest thing, Evan, that I've heard come up is people are like, well, why do I have to you know, be the shoulder to lean on? Why do I have to be the shoulder to cry on? That's what I've been hearing a lot lately from, from uh, you know, many agents. Not, you know, not just people who are on the call, but many agents. Why am I the shoulder to lean on? And, you know, what, what's the, what do you think the answer is to that? Well, sales is defined. We haven't set this up. This is just a cold, you know, a cold kind of call we made in the last, like, 30 seconds before we decided to call. But a salesperson, by definition, 
right? Or how a sale is made is a transfer of enthusiasm, right? So there, so there's a, there's a line in in, in um, boiler room that says on every call a sale is made. Either you tell you sell them on a reason to buy stock, or they sell them you on a reason on why they're not going to buy stock, <laughs> right? That's awesome. That's you're right. That's awesome. So, I think every, everything everything is is a transfer of enthusiasm, and if you tell people it's okay, it's no big deal, you know, we'll work it through, then they're gonna take your guidance. If you if you look at mold in an attic and be like, oh shit, now we're fucked, my deal's gonna go down the drain, and you're thinking about it by chasing the money, like we've told you a million times not to, then you know that's not that's not gonna happen, you know. So let's let's go back, let's let's keep that same that same theme. Let's go back to to our boy here. Our boy took the house at an overpriced listing. He took the he took the house at a price that it expired at. Why did he do that? Because he knows that he can't convince, and he knows whether he, he he can articulate it or not. He knows that you can't get the price reduction if you don't take the listing. He Boom. knows he he knows he's got to build the trust with the seller and say, listen, I got your back. I know you want five twenty five. It's really not worth five twenty five. Buy it at five twenty five, five twenty nine. After being on the market for ninety something days. Yes, the pictures were shitty, but at the end of the day, we all know price sells a house. So let's give it a roll. Let's do it your way. Build the confidence. Show you my marketing, and then come back to you. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of textbook. It's textbook Evan Russell. It's textbook HTC, right? It's textbook handling today's consumer. Let me show you what I can do, and then look at you and say, it ain't the fault of the marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So you so you go into that. So exactly what you're saying in an example, you're consultative and you're supportive. Yes, I understand you think your house is worth 525. Yes, I understand you have sweat equity. Yes, I understand you have some dollars you want to get out of it. I'm going to be your your therapist. Your house okay? to the left and the house to the right are much worse than yours. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it, you know. But here I'm going to tell you. Okay, so now I'm going to be, you know, your agent. And your agent says you've had a thousand people look at your house. No one's made the call. No one's made the trip. No one's given me positive feedback. It's time to adjust the price. Okay. So then you turn to the counselor. And then you have to turn back into the therapist. She goes, oh, geez, I'm losing $25,000. Well, no, you're not. It's perceived value that you think you have. So then you're getting back into that. So, you know, it, it happens all the time. I know that, our, you know, our friend who's, who's, who's working in, in uh, New Hampshire is doing the same thing, you know, being a divorce attorney, you know, and it, it's just kind of the way it goes, you know. But you have to transfer the dues and you have to be supportive of them to let them know that the decision that they're making is a good one, you know. Absolutely, one. absolutely. And when you, you know, how you, how you carry yourself through this process, through being a counselor to somebody, through having, you know, being the shoulder. I think the biggest thing is you're the shoulder for them to lean on, and that's so important because they are, you are helping them purchase. In my opinion, I could be wrong in case there's the 1% people that say, hey, I'm wrong. The biggest, you're going to help them make the biggest financial decision in their entire life, their well, entire life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. And I'm gonna disagree with you on the matchmaker thing too. I don't, I don't think that we're, I don't think that we're matchmakers. I think that we're, that we're, you know, concierge, so to speak. We're, we're agents. I want to see this one. Very few times do we go to an age a buyer and say, okay, let's go look at this is the house. Yeah, they come to you and they say, okay, tell me. Basically, it's like walking into Best Buy. The Best Buy example works in so many different avenues. Tell me about this Sony TV. You know, and you say, okay, well, it's got this. It's only got two HDMI ports. It's, you know, it's only got a 1080p refresh rate. It's not going to whatever, 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 right? And I think that's the same way. I mean, no one's really buying the dream home. Let's be, let's be honest, you know. You're buying what's available at the time that you're ready to purchase. That, that there's so many other factors, timing, money, taxes, leases, babies. I mean, our dream, home would, be, our dream home would be a five-bed, two-and-a-half-bath, 
you know, on seven acres, six inches from the school. You know, I mean, let's, <laughs> you know, for, for 100000 I mean, let's be honest what our dream house is. It, it ain't what we live in. You know, you don't live in your dream house. I don't live no. in my dream house. I don't even know what my dream house would be. I don't really, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what my dream house would be. I don't even know. know. My wife and I, I did something this weekend that I would never recommend you do with any client, but I'll do it to myself. I went and looked at 12 houses this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Six on Saturday, six on Sunday. It is the stupidest thing in the world to do. All right? Never take your client on 12 uh, to see more than three or four houses in a day. Yeah, yeah I would so, say five. I would say five is the max. And, and here's the thing. Provided, we didn't look at any of them were our dream home. None of them were our dream home. Yeah, but you couldn't define what your dream home is. So I don't think the matchmaker thing, I think you're at that point as you are an agent. You're saying, okay, this is what the Cincinnati Reds have to offer. This is the benefit of signing a free agent contract with the Cincinnati Reds. This is I what like the Boston that. Red Sox offer. This is what the Houston Astros offer, right? So you're, you're an agent. You're guiding them through the choices that are in front of them. And that's I like where that, you're, the that's, concierge. And then, then, yeah, the concierge. Then you turn around and, and you, you play negotiator with them. Okay, this is what it's like. Then you put on your financial hat. Then you put on your – your liaison hat because you're going to, you know, go between the agent and the, and the lender. Then you're going to go between the agent to the agent, to the, to the seller, to the, to, to, you know, you, you, you're shuffling. Then you turn into the, the organization. Okay. Then you turn to the secretary, right? Making sure your papers work in order, making sure the dates are square, making sure the boxes are checked. That's kind then of gone more perfectly. You're right. <laughs> right. Then you turn Then you turn into the, you know, the, the home inspector, but you're really not the home inspector. You're really there to kind of filter out the noise. Right? If you go into a home inspection and the first line out of your mouth isn't the home inspector's paid to find something, he's going to find something, be prepared. If you don't set your client up for that the very first minute they walk into a home inspection, you're setting yourself up for failure. A home inspector is paid to find something. A home inspector is not going to say, gee, the house perfect. Good job, guys. He's not <laughs> going to say that. By the way, you're only 450 You know, that's not what they're going to do. They need right? to they're show their value, which is you're yeah, paying them $450. Or they, well, they got to make, make up the value. You know, or they got to make up the value, you know? So, you know, I think that you, but you, but you mm-hmm. have to set the tone for that, right? You have to set the tone on, 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 gee, I hope it appraises. Listen, no worry about the appraisal. We've got the comp support. I got it, you know? Which so means you're back to the counselor for them. Well, not, not only that, then you're being an agent and you're, and you're inspiring the confidence that, that I've got it, you know, I got it. So I think that there are a lot of different, you know, a lot of different situations that you put in. That you that are you're put in. I don't know if they necessarily are different, you know, hats, but but different kind of hats. But if you go into well, the, if you go into hold on a second, if you go into the business like, like our boy's talking about, he's the CEO of his business, right? Then he talks to the CFO of his business, says, okay, do we want to spend seventy five dollars a month? And the CFO of his business, we're going back to to you know our first example here, the CFO of his business, he talks to the CEO, his left shoulder talks to the right shoulder. Okay, let's spend it, let's spend the seventy five bucks. Let's see what happens. Then he's got to go. He's got to go to, to the operator, the CEO, the chief operating officer. He's got to say, okay, now the CEO approved the $79. Now the CEO's got to execute, right? You've got to make that $75 work, or you're going to go back to the CEO and say, geez, I'm spending the money. I'm not making any money. It's a loss. I've got to cut the program, mm-hmm. right? So he has to be the owner-operator of his, of his own independent business, right? But then he's Absolutely. got to touch in tact- tactily to you know, the, the people that he's reporting to, so to speak which are, you know, his brokers and his, and his insurance holders, right? The people that allow him to operate. Am I doing this correctly? Is there anything I should do different? You know, simple shit, simple shit, you know? So I think those hats are, are good in addition to, you know, putting on your consultative, your agent, your directive, your confidence, 
your your lender hat, your you know whatever it is, you know whatever it is. So right on, right. That's absolutely key. Understand that it's okay to wear many different hats through the process. It's okay, and it's actually probably required. You know, if I you know I hate yeah I know we don't use that word required a lot. We don't use that word because it's it's one of those people get scared by that word required. It's like commitment. We're scared. Well, I wouldn't use I wouldn't even say required. It, it just it is. It's, it happens. It's, jo- it's the job. It's not required. It's just the yeah. job. It's part of it. You know? It's part of it's just part the of job. the description. You know, you gotta you know you go back to to, to guy one, right? You gotta you gotta put your your big boy pants on to start making the the dials, right? Yeah. Then you gotta put your salesman hat on to try to get you know get through the first few minutes of the phone call. Then you gotta then you gotta be sensitive about why the fact the lady expired, and mm-hmm. what exactly was wrong with her with her expiration? What exactly happened? Now we all know that you know nine out of ten home expire based on price, but <laughs> you you gotta get the list and get the price reduction. Exactly, you know, it's the only way it works, right? So right I think on. if you put on those couple hats on, then you put in your you know, you're directing traffic, your air air control guy to put the appointments in and that sort of thing. Then you can put your marketing hat on to, to get the videos in. Then you got to put your planning hat on to get the open house set. Then you got to go to your CEO, CFO, and you got to order a sign. And you got to drive down the North Reading to get a sign and put it in the yard. And, you know, there's a lot of different different things that you do. You know? And here's, here's the point. Here's the whole point is you're not just a salesperson. You're I, think not you're sal- I think you're a salesperson. I think you're a salesperson last. You're right. I think you're. I think you're a salesperson last, you know, because most of the people, with the exception of, of our buddy here, you know, they they're working by people who come to them. Like yeah. there's no salesmanship involved. Like you're going today at some twelve thirty. You didn't sell anything. Someone probably yeah. called you and said, "Hey, dude, I'm looking." You said, "I see a place in Mattoon." You're like, "Okay, let's go." Right? You're close. Not close. <laughs> you're, not, you're not selling that. I mean, so you're going to go in there and you're going to tell them the features, the benefits of the house, but you aren't necessarily selling it. You know, the house is going to sell itself. You know? And there you go. The house sells itself. I'm just going to guide. I'm going to it's show. Like, I'm going to yeah. see it's if like, there's it's show like I, perceived value. I was in retail. And, and, you know, people walk in, the, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like it, 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 whatever. They walk into the retail store because they're going to buy. You know, they walk into a car lot because they have an intention on buying something. They're not wasting time saying, hey, honey, I'm bored. Let's go look at the Jeep Cherokees today. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they have some interest, depending on what interest that is, on making a, a purchase or a transaction, right? Yeah. So what's, so what's the salesperson's job? It's not to sell the truck. It's to, it's to build the relationship and the rapport and the trust that, when, that makes someone feel comfortable that's going to want them to then transact with, on a truck, on a Jeep. With right? that particular person, with you. So that's what you're doing. You're like, okay, we're going to go visit the Houston Astros today. The Houston Astros, they got this, they got that, they got this. The price is right. Makes some sense. Can you see yourself playing in Houston for a few years? You know, and that's what's going to happen today at 1230. You're not going to say, oh, geez, look at the chandelier and the paint and the blue and, oh, man, isn't this fantastic? That's not what's going to happen. You're going to open the door and you're going to, you're going to base your comments on their body language or their direct, or their direct kind of questions, and you're, kind of, you're going to take it from there, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's 100% of what's going to happen. No, no you're, you're spot on. You're sp- it's like you've been doing this for like 11 years or something. I know, man. <laughs> pretty good, huh? <laughs> Which, oh, but by I the think, way, you have. <laughs> but I think, I think about the hats, and I think about everything, right? Paperwork, oh, you know, we don't have a paperwork training, and, you know, we've been looking at different type of onboarding, like how to hire new agents in the process. And half that stuff that we've researched, this is a different topic about how to, you know, onboard our people better, is so tomorrow it's not even funny like to me like I, I don't care about an offer until you get a client to talk to you know 
let's 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 figure out where we can find some people that want to talk to you. Then we'll sit down and write an offer. Because you know what's going to happen about the offer anyway. As soon as you get that client, you're going to ask me how to do it anyway. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, it happened today. Our with our boy, it happened yesterday with a boy down south. Guy wants you know we. I've given him the forms. I've printed them out, and he had somebody ready to go. And he's like, "Where do I get the offer?" And what am I going to say to him, dude? I gave it to you six months ago. You don't still have it? I'm not going to say that. Mm. I'm like, "Sure, here it is, man. Here's where here's where to find it." So why should I spend 20 minutes on the onboarding process talking about where to find the paper? I just know that agents are creatures of habit, and he's going to ask me for it anyway, right? Yeah. How many times I've passed out an open house sign sheet? Oh, I need a sign sheet, dude. It's online. It's been online for seven years. In the same you know? location. In the same location, but they still ask me every Sunday. Yeah. Well, what am I going to say? No, dumbass. I gave it to you seven years ago. No, no problem. It's right here. You know? So because that's the hat we wear. Me. Yeah. Like, like you take the guy, the guy we keep talking about. He didn't say, okay, let's have a listing input training. Well, why would we do that? He doesn't have a listing input. Okay, then he, then he puts the listing input, and he says, this is, how, this is what I did. How does it look? Right? I mean, that's the way I think it should go. Right? Okay, right I, took a, I got the listing. I took a stab at it. Look at it for me real quick, and I'll make it live. I mean, and that's 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 perfect. You couldn't do any better than that. You yeah, couldn't. Not you, that I'm, I'm I'm not trying to kiss the guy's ass. It just happens to be a relevant relevant you know example of of, yep. of how to of how to get stuff done. Yeah. You know. And it but is the it is the way to get things done right there. You know? But at the same time, let's be honest. You and I, in our four years of friendship, have seen this have seen this play before, right? Oh yeah. We've, oh, seen, yeah. we've, we've seen the guns a-blazing, we'll you know, when they come next. in, guns a-blazing, they make some changes, you know, and then boom, you know, the, the ceiling falls out. And then they've lost their job, they've lost their opportunity, they think they can make it in real estate, they don't make it in real estate, and then they're screwed. Then they end up at Keller Williams. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth closed, but yes, yes, that's right, that's exactly what happens. I've seen you, know what, you know why? You know why? Because Keller Williams got training. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, all the agents who came here for hey, that. Hey, hey, Keller Williams is an MLS input class. <laughs> really helpful <laughs> if you don't have anything to input. Yeah, very, uh, very helpful if you got nothing to put into it. Yeah, exactly. So, love it. Yeah. Love it. All good, right, guys. Good, good topic, buddy. Good topic. Nice job, man. Hey, guys, it's going to be an in and out day. It's a beautiful day. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the, the spring. By the way, the spring market is for sure almost, you know, it's here. It's been here. If you have people looking, make sure you get out there with them. Don't waste, don't waste the time. Don't waste the time. It's money in your pocket. Money in your pocket to be out there. Anything else, Evan? No, man. Later. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.